This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 12, Vocabulary, Where to Find It and What to Do With It. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the Examiner of Excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English Adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. In today's episode, you'll learn the three steps for building a more dynamic vocabulary for the IELTS exam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica. Hey, Lindsay. What time is it? It's IELTS time. <laughs> it's IELTS time. My favorite time of the day. I don't know about you. Oh, I have. Yes, I have. An, I have IELTS time every day. It's a very special time I spend with the test. I get all dressed up. I make some tea. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to know the test. I like it. I like it. <laughs> That's why I have so much knowledge because I spend so much time with IELTS. I know. The knowledge is just pouring out. It's just amazing. I love it. It's fantastic. Let's keep it coming. <laughs> All right. So um, today we have a very interesting topic that will help e- anyone taking the IELTS test, but it will help everyone learning English, really. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about how to increase vocabulary range, which is something yeah. that, you know, they're graded on on IELTS, but you know, you also need it to understand things that, that you read and listen to. So this is, this is a huge topic. This is pretty huge. And what does the word range even mean? I mean, yeah. that's really where we want to start here. Yeah. Right? So, um, range is, uh, it's a, it's everything from one extreme to the other. So it could be from informal to formal. So it would be words that you could talk, that you could use with friends on the street, you know, slang, but also academic words that you need in, in essays and job interviews mm. and such that are, you know, more formal situations. Yeah, it seems like this might be one of the things that the examiner looks for on the speaking section, isn't it? I feel it definitely like this might is. be Yeah. So yeah. the the four the four descriptors, the four groups that students are graded on in speaking and writing, one of the groups is called lexical range. So that mm. that is something that we look for is the vocabulary range. 
I feel like okay. I just said Very range cool. like 20 times. Range. Say it one more time. Range. range. <laughs> so, so then this is a good one to be talking about because our listeners really, we know that the speaking section is a big challenge for them. Mm. So we want to help them. And I guess the vocabulary range issue is, is it, is it just on the speaking section or is it also on the writing it's section? It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Um, because they're graded on their, their vocabulary and writing as well. So they need, um, enough vocabulary to discuss a lot of different topics. Cause you know, you never know what, what you're going to get. And you have to have enough range to be able to paraphrase or say something, um, in many different ways using synonyms and such. So you don't repeat yourself so many times, but, um, it's not just active vocabulary. We also need this range in our passive vocabulary so we understand the reading and listening, what they're talking about in all the different topics. So it's for, it's everything. Okay. It's everywhere. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, we're going to, we're going to come back to this, to this topic many times in the future, yeah. guys. So don't worry. It's not just one time, but today let's give a really, a really awesome overview of what the three things are that our listeners want to think about when they try to expand their vocabulary range. Yeah. So three important things. First, you need to know where to get the vocabulary, um, how to record it, and then how to remember it. You know, those are wow. the three, okay. three steps. And some, some students maybe do one or two of these, but you really need all three to really learn new mm. words. Um, well, let's go to resources yeah. first then. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, what no. were you going to say? No, I, what you just said. I was going to say that. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so wh where can we find these awesome resources to, 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 to expand our vocabulary range? I mean, wh where should we go yeah, to look? I think newspapers are the place to go because you can get more informal um, writing in like the opinion section or even looking at different topics like travel or uh, movie reviews or restaurant reviews um, and different newspapers will have different levels. So the New York Times will have very high level vocabulary, um, but USA Today will have more understandable mm. vocabulary. Okay. So do you recommend that we try all of those or we just choose a level that's right for us? Or are we actually using all these different Use them all. Levels. I think that's the only way all. to get okay. the range, really. You can't rely okay. on just one resource. So I think a good idea is to choose two newspapers or two magazines even. But I think newspapers are better because there are more topics that you can choose from online. Um, so I would recommend USA Today. Um, because mm -hmm. it is lower level. I, I think I, I read that it's written for like an eighth grade reading level. It's, it's a, you know, more understandable. Mm -hmm. Um, and then for that really right. high level stuff, the New York Times is an awesome resource. In part three of the IELTS speaking section, there's a very specific way that you can use vocabulary range to reach the score that you want on the speaking section of the IELTS. To find out what that is and to get a great example, go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation to download your cheat sheet for free. Go to allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. See you there. Another one that I think is good is The Economist, although that might be a little too financial, but I think um, that does have some really high level vocabulary words. Wait, which one? 
Um, the Economist. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. Really high level. Yeah, yeah, that's a good recommendation for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so so New York Times, Economist, USA Today. Um, I know that Metro Magazine, I know that New York Metro has, or sorry, AM New York, I think is what it's called. It's also kind of a lower level one. Oh, great. But it's it's a really interesting um, online magazine that you can learn a lot about what's happening in New York. And, you know, every, every city in America has... Uh, city papers. So if you're yes. um, interested in one city, like maybe you watch Portlandia and you're interested in the city oh. of Portland, um, the Willamette Week magazine, WW Week Online has um, great articles. But any city in America that you are interested in learning about will have its own city paper online. Um, also, NPR.org. So, of course, mm-hmm. NPR is a radio station, but it has all the news articles online also. So you could get the listening yeah. and the transcripts and reading the articles. Um, so that's, that's a lot of skill practice right there. Plus getting that mm-hmm. huge range of vocabulary from all the different types of radio shows. Yeah. And the other thing that I like about NPR is that, well, in a previous episode, we talked about getting a variety of accents. And I often assign NPR to my high level students because all of the interviews are interviewing different people with different accents. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a great resource. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's see. So we know where to look now, but then what, what, what should we do? (laughs) What should we do with all this? What what do we do with these newspapers? (laughs) We have them on our desk in front of us. Now what do we do? (laughs) Um, I think uh, the, one of the most important things is to give yourself a limit because if you try and write down every new word, like that's impossible. You can't learn that many words. So I think five words a day or, you know, for every article you read, choose five words. Um, so decide on a limit first. And then when, when we write those words in our vocabulary notebooks, you should, you should have a notebook just dedicated to vocabulary. What, Lindsay, what do you think? What's important to write down? Yeah, I mean, I think we want to learn these words in context, yeah. right? So some kind of clues about where you read them, like what kind of article did you read them in? What was oh, the story good. about? Yeah. You know, I think, you know, because I think we want to be really careful about lists, yeah. right? I know a lot of our listeners like to make lists. And we've <laughs> talked about this before. I love lists, too. I don't blame them. Hundreds of, <laughs> yeah, hundreds of words. And then in the end, we don't know what they yeah. mean. We don't know how to use them. So I would say focus on context. For sure. I think, you know, that's a great idea is to maybe write the, the title of the article and then underneath it. Maybe like a one sentence summary in your own words. What was this article about? Which, which that in itself is a great reading skill for the test because you need to be able to skim Mm -hmm. for main idea and gist. So being able to summarize in one sentence, that's a, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So maybe write down the title in a one sentence summary. And then under that, write down the five words that came from that article. So, um, I think part of speech is important. So noun, verb, adjective, and then a definition, Mm -hmm. but in your own words. So don't just copy it from the dictionary because that doesn't, Mm -hmm. you, that doesn't mean that you understand it. You're just copying it. Right. Make it yours. Make it yours. And you mean in your own words in English or in your native? Oh, that's a good question. That's an important question. I think, um, you know, I used to be on the side of, of no first language. Do not write your first language in there anywhere. But I have, I've grown in my views. Oh, interesting. Um, and I think, and I think honestly, it's totally fine 
to have a translation in your in your first language as long as you also have English. You know, you need to have the English oh, definition okay. too. But honestly, whatever gets that word in your head so you remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I think, and I think it also depends on your level, right? Sure, if you know yeah. that you can define that word successfully and coherently in English, there's no reason to be using your native language. Sure. But I like the idea that you're, you're opening your mind, Jessica, to the idea that we, sometimes it is appropriate exactly. to use our native language. Yeah. It just depends on your level. You have to know yourself exactly. as a learner. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, exactly. So if you're high level and if you are able to, you know, write a, a really good definition in your own words and that's, and that's enough for you, that's great. But of course, yeah. So if you're just starting out, you know, maybe pre-intermediate, even intermediate, then it's okay to write a translation in your own language also. Okay. Yeah. And then... So then after mm-hmm. we... Mm-hmm. And then what do we do after that, Jessica? Um, so, after we've written these down, we have these lists yeah. of vocabulary words. Now what are we going to do You know, I think, I think a lot of students kind of stop at this point and they're like, oh, okay, yeah. I did it. I found a word and I wrote it down. Okay, my job's done. Well, that's <laughs> um, the problem. No, like that doesn't mean it's in your head. So now no. the most important part is to study it. You made this mm. notebook. You need to use it. So um, develop a system, you know, find a schedule that works for you. Um, an example might be to look at maybe you have 20 pages in your vocabulary notebook now. So every day, look at five pages and then once mm-hmm. a week, look at 10 pages or find a way to where you are reading and reviewing, reviewing all the words, you know, two or three times a week. Yeah, I think that's huge. And I think it's really important to make the full. So we could define this idea of notebook more broadly, too, Mm. right? Because I remember when I was living in Japan and I was trying to learn hiragana and katakana, Mm. right? Um, I I took one of those keychains that had in Japan, they sell these really cool keychains that have little flashcards on the keychain. It's like, yeah, I saw those in Taiwan, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just wrote down the hiragana on the flashcards and on my train ride home, I would just flip through my keychain. That's great. So yeah, yeah. Or, or putting them around your, your house, right? Like taking, cutting these pieces out of the notebook and putting them, you know, I don't know, on your sink, on totally. your stove. Just don't, don't catch it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Don't let it distract you and cause accidents. But that's true. Yeah. Like when I was in high school and I had a, a huge exam coming up in, in my anatomy class or something and I had all these things to memorize, I would, I would make study sheets and I would, <laughs> I would seriously take them into the shower with me and tape them on the back wall <laughs> so they wouldn't get wet. Oh, and I, then while I was showering, I would study. <laughs> interesting. So yeah. So it's, it's like, it's, it's kind of a way of making these words a part of your daily yeah. life instead of just having them be, you know, an academic exercise, we're actually integrating them into our daily life. I love that so, idea. So part of the integration is also trying to use them. I think it's really important that um, people get a study partner. Doesn't have to be a native speaker, mm-hmm. but just someone mm-hmm. else learning English just to, to try and practice these words, you know, try and use them in conversation or use them in a paragraph that you write together some way that you could use right. them in in production and you know speaking or writing that's right 
Yeah, don't attempt to prepare for this exam by yourself in your room, guys. <laughs> Just don't. That's a recipe yeah. for disaster. Yeah, don't stay by yourself in your room for any reason don't all the time. It. Just <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Reach out. You know, there are lots of websites um, out there where you can find a, a language exchange mm, partner. Yeah. You know, I think languageexchange.com, I think, is one. And I know that italki actually has a free language exchange in addition oh, great. to the um, the paid awesome. classes. Yeah, it's a great resource. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so mm-hmm. find it, uh, write it down and use it. I think that's <laughs> how we can summarize we today. <laughs> Perfect. Very good. And guys, we're going to come back to these topics later. So don't worry. Yeah. But this just gives you an overview of how to expand that vocabulary. Yeah, range. yeah. Perfect. Cool. We should and right. we'll, we'll have a list of resources also that you can access. So so stay tuned. Look for that. Excellent. Excellent. Love it. Thanks so much, Jessica. Have a great Thank you, one. Lindsay, you too. Bye. Take, Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.